Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to Episode 7, Steps to Create the Life You Love. Well, Happy New Year. It's January 2021. Oh my goodness. 2020? Uh, We'll just leave it at 2020. (laughs) So here we are, where usually we would make New Year's resolutions, we'd be all excited about the new year, and I wonder if you are. Did you make any resolutions? And if you did, have you thrown them in the dumpster by now? Typically, that's what happens, you know. People make resolutions, they have good intentions, but a week in, they often see their resolve just collapse. Maybe those resolutions were too hard or too big, or they were unreasonable. Or maybe you didn't have the proper structure in place and the support to encourage you. Or maybe resolutions and goals are nowhere on your radar. You're just tired and you don't feel like you have it in you to challenge yourself. I get it. 2020 brought a lot of unexpected challenges and many of us have lost a lot of resiliency. But I would like to suggest that we approach 2021 with a slightly different attitude. Now, I'm no Pollyanna thinker. I don't put my head in the sand and I don't ignore what's happening in the world. But I do think that as women who are typically the heart of the home, that not only is it our responsibility, but it's our privilege to not let the world and politics and pandemic invade our home and create victims of our families and bring stress that we don't want in our home. So I would like to suggest that for 2021, we be proactive in creating the life and the home we love that is bright and cheerful, full of love, and full of peace. And in order to do that, we have to make goals. We have to look at our situation and see where can we improve, either personally within relationships, in the running of our home, in the discipline of our children. I have been talking to a lot of moms this year about homeschooling, and what I found was that it wasn't really the schooling part that was the problem. It was that suddenly everyone was together in the home, and there was a huge magnifying glass on problems. When people are going here and there and everybody's so busy, we don't have a chance to really see where there are issues that we can, um, we can address and we can make better. So let's talk about goals. First thing I want to do is talk about people who achieve amazing things. They set goals and they achieve them. For instance, why is it that some people can make the decision to lose 100 pounds, and they do it, while others struggle year after year 
to lose those 15 pounds. I am one of those people. Why is it that some people can make the decision to run a half marathon or a marathon and actually do it? And why do some people have homes that you could walk into any time, day or night, they'll be clean, uncluttered, and everyone in the family will be cheerful, while others would be horrified if you dropped by unannounced? Why do some people have children who are respectful, well-behaved, and disciplined, while others have children who are out of control and unhappy? It's all about setting goals, and it's about mindset. And change is hard, and the sacrifice has to be worth it if you're going to have the persistence to affect the change. And we gain that persistence through our mindset. People who succeed in attaining goals and conquering habits are those who have the right mindset for success. Now, mindset is a big topic that I'm going to be addressing a lot this year. I have found that in my many years of mentoring and coaching parents, friends, other women, what separates those who have the homes and the families that they want from those who don't is the mindset. It is the desire to change. It is thinking that I can. It's having that positive mindset. It's believing that they're capable of changing. And it's having the fortitude, the courage to do it again and again for the long game of change. When you think of a goal or a habit that you want to achieve, what thoughts come up for you? Are they thoughts like, I can't really do that, or I don't know how to do that, or I've never been able to, so I'm not going to be able to do it now, really. I'd like to, but I really am not committed because I don't think I can. Or have we just fallen into the no one helps me martyr syndrome? I have to do it all. And all of those thoughts create negative feelings and feelings of overwhelm. So many women say they are overwhelmed, but that's a feeling. And a feeling comes from their thought. And it's going back to the thoughts and changing our thoughts that will change our outcome. If you think you can't, you won't. If you think you can't, you won't. And whether you've been given the tools or not by your own mother to keep a home and raise responsible, disciplined children, and no matter what your personality type, whether you are a type A or you are not type A, and very scatterbrained. The secret to having the life and family and home that you love is in your mindset, in believing you can and being committed to success, which means you're committed to change what it takes to have the success. Because like I said, we're going to be talking about mindset a lot this year. But for now, if you have the desire to change something, to contribute to the joy and peace of your home, let's just begin with that. Let's begin with the desire. You may not be convinced you can do what it takes to make the change, but let's take one day at a time. 
committing one day at a time. And maybe it's one hour at a time. You know, in AA, they talk about one day at a time because they understand that to say, I'm never going to have another drink, it's too big and there's no time limit on it. And it overwhelms us because we think that's too big. So let's take the wisdom of AA and say, one day at a time. Now, like I said, it might be one hour at a time. When I was a young mom and I had a lot of children, uh, I was frustrated often. And if I wanted a child to stop doing something, raising my voice was my first response. And so in order to stop that pattern, stop that habit, I had to check myself hourly. Have I raised my voice or have I responded with joy and understanding and yet still be firm? That's a whole nother topic about discipline, which we're going to be talking about. You don't need to raise your voice to have disciplined children. But over the course of many hours and days and weeks, I was able to eliminate yelling as my first response. I was happier. I had more cooperative and happy children, and our home was much more joyful. I always wanted to be the mom who we laughed and we had a great time. But in the beginning, because I had the habit of raising my voice, because I really honestly didn't have... Um, you know, the history of understanding how to take care of my children without raising my voice, that became my habit. And then when I stepped back, and we all have to step back and see how can I improve this, I realized that's not who I wanted to be. And so I focused in on that habit and changed it. So new year, maybe a new goal or a new habit. What is your biggest need? I think that's the first place to begin. If you could change one thing to make a huge difference in your life and your home, what would it be? Would it be in your home management, maybe in cleaning or meal prep or eliminating clutter? Would it be in how to navigate your child's behavior, in helping them to listen better, to be disciplined, which will make them happier? Maybe it's committing to reading to them every day. Or maybe it's a desire to have a deeper relationship with your husband. How about self-care or self-improvement? Or you want to learn a new skill, a new hobby. Or maybe it's the goal of spending more time with your grandchildren. Scheduling it so that it actually happens. If you work on one habit or one goal at a time, you can be successful. So you can't say, I am going to have a clean home every day this whole year. That's just too big. It's not not going to happen because it's not defined and it's just too large. We, We want to get into this perfectionism where it's all or nothing. Everything has to be done perfectly or I'm not even going to bother. Or we get to the second or third day and we didn't do the habit or make the step towards the goal achievement and so we give up because, well, we blew it. That's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast a week after January 1st. 
I am one of those perfectionist people. And so if I don't begin something on the day of motivation, i.e. New Year's, then I think to myself, well, I might as well not bother because I missed the day. But we don't miss the day. We can make the day any day we begin. In business, they have what's called quarterly goals. And they have 12-week years where they take the first quarter or a quarter and decide, I'm going to accomplish these things in this quarter. And I would like us to think of it that way. Now, you may say to yourself, oh, that's too big. I can't think three months. All right, bring it back a month. How do you feel when you say to yourself, I'm going to commit to doing this achievement or this habit for one month? And if you find that that's too big for you, if it, if it makes you anxious or overwhelmed, bring it back to a week. I'm going to commit to doing this one thing for the week. You may also find that that's still too big. Bring it back to the day. Again, you decide what works for you. Don't try and take everybody else's paradigm and make it work for you. Everybody has their own life, their own needs, and really um, their own capabilities of what they can do and what in their brain they feel they can handle. So make the decision how you're going to do what you're going to do. We start with one habit or achievement. And like I said, break it down. If you think you want to have a cleaner home, break it down into a particular task. Tonight, I'm going to go to bed with a clean kitchen, with a sink that doesn't have food in it, and it's all shiny. You know, it's all, all the watermarks are wiped off. All the dishes are put away. So that when you wake up in the morning, oh my goodness, it's like, you, you start with a little momentum behind you. So I've been married for 36 years. I learned this 35 years ago. That first year, we would go to bed with dirty dishes in the sink because we were too tired to do it. We'll do it tomorrow. And then in the morning, I'd wake up and felt like I was behind. Maybe it's not your kitchen. Maybe it's your family room or your great room where you go to bed with everything put away. Break your goal down into little habits and do one at a time. If you want to declutter this year, break it down. Start with, I will do one room a week. If you do one room a week, you'll be done in two months. Now you can do it faster if you're able to, but don't say, I'm going to declutter the whole house this weekend. I mean, good luck on that. That's just not going to happen. But if you say, I'm going to clean out my closet and get rid of all the clothes I never wear or the ones I don't like anymore, get rid of all the shoes that I don't wear or worn out, you'll get that done in maybe an hour, less maybe. How about with children? Do you feel like your children aren't disciplined? Do they not behave? Do they not listen to you? Okay, break it down and start with, when I say no, it's going to be no. My no will mean no. Or if one of your goals is to read to your children every day, you want to read a particular book, break it up and say, I'm going to start with 15 to 20 minutes every day. All right, so you take your big achievement, your goal, and break it down. 
into steps and take one step at a time until it becomes natural to you, until you don't think about doing it. You know, you don't have to make yourself do it, but that you do it. Same with the habit. Write it down. It's so important to write it down. And I know it sounds just kind of silly to say that by writing it down, you have a greater chance of actually doing it. But it's true. It's like 72 or 75% of people who write their habits or their goals down actually achieve them. Be specific about when you will do the action or the habit. Don't just say, I will lose 15 pounds. Say, I'm going to lose 15 pounds by April. Or rather than that, break it down and say, today I'm going to stick to my Weight Watchers plan or whatever you do, you know, make it day by day. I'm going to stick to it, but I'm going to be specific. So you have that big goal of what you want, but then you have the daily habit, the daily achievement that works towards that big goal. For some people, they need to have a reward and that's fine. Identify what the reward would be for yourself. For me, the reward is actually having the clean kitchen or the picked up home or happy children, but others may need a reward. Decide if it's going to be a daily reward or after a set time. So maybe it is after I clean up the kitchen with everybody, my spouse and my kids, I'm going to go take a hot bath. Maybe that's the reward. When I wanted to start walking regularly, I went to the gym during the time that Fixer Upper was on. I don't have cable and I wanted to watch Fixer Upper. And so that was my reward. I got to watch it while I walked and I got into the habit of walking and now I walk without watching Fixer Upper because actually I've gone through all the episodes, (laughs) but so now I just walk. Also, consider habit linking. Habit linking is when you attach a new habit that you're trying to work on to an old habit that you already do. So when you get out of bed, that's the habit that you already do, turn around and make it immediately. It will take you less than a minute, but it will be done. And your room will look so nice when your bed is already made. When you go out and get the mail, bring it in, go through it, pitch the junk, file the rest in some kind of command center or filing system, and then you're finished. And it's not all over the countertops for days and days. It's done. All right, also have a tracker of some sort. Check it off every day. You will see that improvement every day. And that's an encouragement to be able to say, yep, I did it today. And you check it off. You can use online habit trackers, or you can download, I've got a, just a little tracker at findingjoyinmotherhood.com forward slash habit. And you'll find a little tracker that you can print out And you can track your habits that way. It's so important to encourage ourselves. You know, we get so down on ourselves all the time. We're very quick to say where we fail or where we couldn't do something. We need to be better at encouraging ourselves. Better self-talk to ourselves. So when you choose your one thing, consider 
What change will move you, your family, your state of your home in the direction of peace and joy? And can you commit to not doing all or nothing, but to take it one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time, and only add in a new goal or habit when the first one you've you're doing without even thinking about it anymore. Life isn't just about managing, about getting through the day. Life is about change and growth in ourselves and in facilitating growth in our children. We need to have growth in order to have well-run homes. And well-run homes are bright and cheerful and freeing and calm and predictable and happy and enriching, nurturing, supportive, virtue-driven. Does it mean that it's easy? No. There are going to be hard times. But if we're working towards that kind of a home, then every day we have to make a step towards that goal. And if we did one thing every day to move towards our goal, we'd have 365 steps done towards our goal at the end of the year. 365. But if we say, oh, no, it's too big, I can't do it, then we have zero. So decide today, where's just one thing that I can do to improve my life, the life of my family, and the home? Again, our home should be a sanctuary a sanctuary from a world that is having a difficult time right now. Let your home be a place of peace for you, your spouse, your children. As always, there is a supernatural aspect to everything, and there is one to achieving our goals. We have a life full of practical steps But if they're just practical steps, practical goals, practical things to do, and there's no supernatural aspect to them, then we may as well just be the cook and the housekeeper and, you know, we may as well just have those job titles. But we are mothers. We are wives. We are women who have souls, who respond to God's call. And God's call for us is to continue to work towards having a beautiful life here in our home that is dedicated to him and brings everyone within the home closer to him. And if you have chaos and clutter and anger in your home, it's awfully hard to find God there. All those negative things clutter up our brains. And so... We need to declutter our brains by working on the practical things in our home so that we can be free to see God and love him better. St. Jose Maria says in The Way, it's point 823, have you seen how that imposing building was built? One brick upon another, thousands, but one by one, and bags of cement one by one and blocks of stone, each of them insignificant compared with the massive whole, and beams of steel, and men working the same hours day after day. 
Have you seen how that imposing building was built? By dint of little things. What does God want from you? And that's the last point I want to make. We can make all kinds of decisions, but we need to ask God, what does he want of us? Pray about it. Find a quiet space. Make a quiet space to listen to what he wants to say to you. Ask him where he needs you to grow, where he needs you to affect change for your family and your home. To have that happy, nurturing, virtue-driven home, that's where we'll find God and his peace. But it will take sacrifice daily. But the process is the prayer and the challenge is the tool. The space where we find our greatest challenge is the space where God wants us to grow. Where does he want you to grow? Okay, don't forget, you can find the tracker at findingjoyinmotherhood.com forward slash habit. I wish you the best as you find one way, whether it's a goal broken down into different steps or a habit that will help you bring peace and joy into your life and into your family. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.